afternoon, maybe for you. Maybe it's bedtime. Get relaxed. What's up? It's JLC with Juice and Goodness. Welcome. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the community. Thank you for showing up. Thank you for sharing with your friends and subscribing and staying with us. Uh, super excited that our community is growing and connecting us with people all over the place that we wouldn't have met otherwise. Love that. Um, it is just a, it's a really good feeling and it's just, it makes me feel like I'm making a better difference, you know, and like really utilizing what I'm here for, my sole purpose, you know, and, and connecting with others that are on the same page, you know, like as in like going towards their sole purpose and trying to accomplish everything that they, you know, are in this little flesh body for. And, um, yeah, it's been a great, it's been a great week. I was just with you, but we had to catch up. I wasn't finished. I was just going and going. I wanted to at least make a wheatgrass shot. If not a full blown episode, we'll see what happens one way. Cause we've got the time. So I hope everybody had a great weekend. It is, we're in May now. Can you believe this? May 2nd. My lad. I remember being like, uh, April showers bring me flowers. And that was like one of my positive affirmations, you know, and it was months away. And it was like, it's okay, you know. I just had like this feeling that May was just going to be a very fruitful month, um, you know, not only for me, but I think, you know, for the collective of everybody who's on this like, you know, um, vibration journey, you know, vibe journey, the vibe drive, and, um, so, man, I might have lost my train of thought there, but it's all good, it's like a little rainy Monday, I'm kind of liking it, um, this week's gonna be super fun week, um, really getting in gear to go to Austin this weekend for Shanti's birthday, we're doing the birthday brunch, so, work we're doing a live workout it's going to be recorded and then live podcasts well we're working out then we get to go back change then come back for the podcast record the podcast and do um birthday brunch and it's going to be fun so i'll i'll keep you posted on that we're working out extra hard this week you know so that we can all feel super ripped on the recording you know and so I'm really excited about that. Um, I wanted to finish uh, just one more story about last week. I told you my week was packed full of crazy stuff. There was like two or three more things, but I picked one more that I thought was so worth telling. And um, so I was going to wrap that up today and move forward into this week because this week's going to be incredible. I really think this week of May, this first week of May is just going to come out shining, you know, I really just come out the gate, like blessing the game. So get excited about that and get your mind in that, you know, posture as well. Um, because you'll just bring, you'll draw good things in, you know, you're expecting good things. You'll get it, you know, steadfast resilience. Those things are very important with faith and manifestation. So stay with it. Yo, um, this weekend I went to Oklahoma City again. It was so much fun. I went to a volleyball tournament, um, with my f- friends, family, and, uh, well, they're like families, why I say that. Framly. They be framly. And the girls did really good. They ended up getting beat out on Sunday, but they did good. And it was a, they played some really competitive teams 
like they'd never played before. So um, I was really proud of them. Way to go, Kaylee. And um, I went to, you know, got to try new places. I really, I'm really like in Oklahoma City, it's just like a fresh, easy, quick getaway. Our favorite place, like to hang out in between games, was the pump. It was a little bar. It was, um, I don't remember what district it was in. It was over by, I want to say the Asian district, but it wasn't that. Um, it was so cute. It, it was a literal like old gas station for those of you that don't know. It was like an old gas station and like they have like the garage doors, like kind of like an old, like a, maybe like a oil change station. And so they changed it into a bar. The garage doors come up and then they have like, it's set up with like, I don't know, kind of bikerish, I guess, you know, like the pretend leather on the, on the booths and stuff. Um, but we sat outside because it was beautiful. And then like, honestly, like 40 bikers pulled up. It was awesome. So we got to see a bunch of cool bikes and I love to see everybody's leathers, all that stuff. I used to work for Harley. I used to throw parties for Harley for a little while. That was fun. So I really got to um, appreciate Harley Davidson for sure. But just like the whole biker stuff, I had, you know, had a few friends growing up that were bikers, not super close. And then when I moved over to this other house that I've been at for a few years, uh, my neighbor, her and her husband, they were Mongols actually. And so they were awesome though. They were really, really, some people just, Mongols have a bad rap for, you know, bad things, but th these two people, they were really, really good to me and it, it was the season I needed and we'd have dinner like together almost every night. He was actually having to get sober and stuff, so it was a good season for uh, meeting him. And uh, But Shannon ended up being my friend for life and we're, you know, she, they don't live there anymore, but we're still really good friends and talking. I just went and saw her for her birthday, actually, like, I don't know, three weeks ago. I might have even told you about it. But anyway, love, love, uh, love bikes. If I, I mean, I'm, I'm kind of like, I'm kind of, kind of short. <laughs> so bikes don't, uh, you know, I can't touch the ground on a lot of bikes with those big bodies. These legs don't want to wrap around that thing. So I can just appreciate it from here. There are some really cool like old school roadsters, or I think they're called, yeah. Like, you know, the little, mm, probably James Dean looking bikes. I like those, but you know, not enough to get one right now. And I, I'd rather get a ruckus right now. I'm in a good part of town where like those Honda ruckuses, those things are so dope. I'd get one of those before I'd get like a real bike. But anyways, now that you know, I just know all that. The pump was awesome. We had a fun time. They stayed like at the Hampton Inn and it was like literally connected to the AAA baseball team or double A baseball team, double A, whatever. Um, but so every night they got to watch like a free baseball game right there. Just, it was, they were sending me videos and stuff. It was, it was a nice, it was a nice little view. I thought that was a cool little addition if you like baseball. I'm not a huge baseball fan, like, at all. It's so boring, but I like to go for a minute, and, like, you know, I would go for, like, the beer and the hot dogs and stuff, but I don't really eat eat, eat hot dogs or drink beer anymore, so I don't know. 
Um, I wish I liked hot dogs. I mean, I do like hot dogs. I just like, don't like the bread. I mean, and I'm not trying to eat like a pig intestine and eyeball and stuff. That's so gross. My dad literally bit into a hot dog one time and there was an eyeball in it. Yep. Let it soak in. Sometimes they don't, just don't get ground up enough, huh? Well, that was pretty, that's pretty traumatizing to me. So I usually try to make sure it's all beef. And that's probably still, you know, like saying, well, it is all beef, you know, beef toenails. <laughs> okay, sorry if I grossed you out, but I mean, it had to be said. It's gross. Okay, anyways, Oklahoma City is fine. Um, this next week, I'm going to Austin. And then me and Ashley are still trying to work out when exactly we're going to go to Arizona because we have a few different weekends we can pick. And I think this one um, at the end of May might be too quick with just everything we both have going on because then right after Austin I have Andrew's graduation and he's the last one for us until I guess like Ava. And Ava's only six and so we got we got a minute, and so um, yeah, I'm gonna. There's like a lot we're doing, a lot of stuff for him, parties and all things. Adam's coming into town from California, all that stuff. So we're like, okay, let's pick a week, but it'll be it'll be perfect timing, I believe. It like literally in perfect timing, it always works out. And then we are supposed to like I'm supposed to go to a trip to um, just the Dallas area, Sherman and Dallas. I have friends up there. I've talked about them before. Um, tattoo artists and stuff they have some shows they're playing so their schedule just got rolled out we're gonna go see them anyway um last week i'll tell you about last week the um this was a good it was really good so i was just feeling like um i needed to go for a walk or whatever and i live in a place that has a lot of places around it and so i i ended up running to this guy and he looked like he just got off work like, because of his outfit and stuff, but he also looked like he had, like, immediately went and got high on something, and, um, which I don't care, you know, I was not judging at all, but he comes up, and he's talking to me, asking me all these questions and stuff, and so I just start talking to him, and we just start hanging out, and, um, I don't know, it was, like, 30 minutes, we were sitting there talking, and he'd mentioned his mom a bunch of times, and I was like, well, was like, you ever talk to your mom? And, um, you know, he wasn't that old, honestly. He's probably like 45. And um, he had this huge, thick accent. And um, drinking, you know, now I, we, we ended up getting a beer. We stopped at Lot 6, and so we were sitting right there. And um, that's where he was going. And so uh, we, we get a beer. We're sitting there talking. The bartender is really nice. Ended up having some really good conversations with her, too. So all these synchronicities... So I knew I was supposed to be there and um, just multiple things. And so we're sitting there talking and I'm like, well, what, you know, what's your mom like? Start talking about his mom. You talk to your mom? Oh, no, I hadn't talked to my mom. And, you know, I think before he went to jail, like he said, I don't know, a few years or whatever. And I was like, well, you have her number? You should give her a call sometime or text her. He's like, oh, I got a number right here. I got a number right here. It's like, okay call her he's like oh man I can't do that and so he like sits down then you can tell he's really thinking about it he starts like messing with his hair and he's like rocking back and forth and he's like oh man oh man oh man I'm like you can do it guy 
for real, you got it. She would love to hear from you. She would love it. It would make her night. Do it. Because it's only like, I don't know, six. You know, the sun's up. It's not like she's going to be worried about him, you know. And uh, it's and he's not like really messed up, you know. I said how he was high. That doesn't mean that he was like, a, you know, strung out. But uh, so he calls her. And I'm like, yes. So he's sitting, standing right there. He just stands up from where he was. And he's like, starts the phone. I can see the phone to his ear. I'm like, are you calling her? And he shakes his head yes. I'm like, yes, good job. And so um, she answers the phone. She's like, hello. I can hear her. And he's like, mama. And she's like, baby. And she just starts like hollering and is so excited to hear from him. And he starts immediately just tears start pouring down his face. And so tears start pouring down my face. And we're just sitting there at the bar, just like my hands are straight up in the air, just like celebrating and the bartenders all smiling and, you know, quiet clapping, golf clapping. And um, you can just hear them. They sit there and talk for like five minutes and he's just rambling off and she's all, baby, I miss you, blah, 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 blah. And then um, maybe three minutes because it was like maybe a five or six minute conversation. And then she starts asking him real questions. And so he gets really nervous and kind of goes into this little trigger moment and starts rapping to her. And which was actually adorable. <laughs> it was all really sweet stuff. He was like, mama, mama's the prettiest and mama's the freaking best. She's always had my back and all this stuff. Oh my God. I just made me cry even more. Like he, these were like heavy tears guys. Like Thick, heavy tears on both of us. He's still doing the big old tears too. The whole time he's talking, it's cleansing his spirit, cleansing her spirit, cleansing my spirit. We're all just sitting here, just being in touch. And you can hear her, you can hear mom on the other end. Baby, blah, 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 blah. You know, high-pitched, you know, excited. And his eyes are just so lit up. And so... Um, after he starts rapping and she's like, okay, baby, well, listen, um, talk to me, talk to me, just talk to me. He gets really, uh, embarrassed and he hangs up on her. And I was like, it's okay. It's okay. And I just immediately put my hand up, like high fived him. I was like, she loved that. That was perfect. That was awesome. I was like, that was literally so awesome. And he's just like rubs his tears off his face as hard as he can, you know, like rips his skin off. And he's like, just smiles real big and. Like, I'm so proud of you. That is so awesome. You should try to do that after work, you know, like every day. She would love that. Just call her and just get off the phone whenever you're ready. But just call her. And, you know, he was just like stoked. After that, he's ready to like have a dance party. I was like, no, I gotta go. <laughs> but it was awesome. It was so awesome. So, you know, sometimes they're not, you know, homeless people. Because he did, I, I asked him, I said, before he called his mom, I'm like, where's your house? You know, shouldn't you be heading home, getting ready for work? What, you know, instead of going and getting drunk or, you know, getting high or whatever. And he's like, oh, yeah, I got a house. It's in uh, McAllen, Texas. And I was like, okay, well, what I meant was, where were you going to sleep before you went to work tomorrow? And he's like, uh, don't worry about it. You don't worry about me. And, I'm, and so then we moved on. So, you know, then I just had to, I mean... One one little win. It's not like I provided a home for him or like, you know, any of those things. It's like sometimes you just being nice and I just talked back to him and kept walking with him. And 
it opened up a door for him to talk to his mom and bring him some sort of cleansing. His the tears proved it, you know. So removed some heaviness from his heart and hopefully from his mother's too. And so um, I just continue to pray and send love and light those directions. And those are just I think that's what life is about. Those moments right there. That, you know, I was by myself too, like, you know, bored, doing my own thing, trying not to get drunk too. No, I'm kidding. But you know what I mean? Like, I, you know, I, you know, I've been, you know, I've been lonely too. And so I just like, kind of just, instead of just being like, man, what the hell are you doing? You know, like, get your crap together. Why are you even talking to me by myself walking around? You know, um, just kind of felt it out, you know, and didn't end up wanting to stab me. Imagine that or steal my purse if, if, if I had one. And it's just like some people are just super hateful to homeless people or to people that are a little bit drugged up, you know, like whether they're homeless or not. I know plenty of people who got a home and still run around half drugged up and but and I'm still nice to them, of course, like but some people aren't and. I just find that to be disgusting. So, like, check it. Check yourself. Like I was saying, like, check your guys' attitudes. Man, I had to adjust mine. This uh, this was like an adjustment. I remember, like, literally being somebody who would ask my bartender friend to remove someone from the bar if they were rubbing me the wrong way. You know, like, so it's a journey. <laughs> it's a journey. It's been a journey of patience and compassion for me, but seriously now it's like it is because i'm seeing it be natural to me and that's why i'm telling about it is because it's amazing some people probably i mean i've always been kind but i've also had a, had my moments where i'm like oh hell no <laughs> get out of my face <laughs> or get away from me period like period and some people did deserve it you know and you really still should be cautious with strangers it's a real thing some people um, may have a razor blade and want to stab you with it. you got to have some discernment. And I just feel like I, I have it. So, And plus, I, I, I don't know. I don't think I've told you guys, but I've done a, a ton of work with homeless people. Like, since I moved to Tulsa. So, for like 10 whole years, I've been working with the homeless in some sort of way. I started just doing it by myself. And I would just, like, create meals and, like, little... Um, I have, like, at all times little to-go things that I can just throw out the window at, at people at the stop signs, stoplights and stuff. I have little food for dogs and I have like either Ziploc bags or sometimes I go to Dollar Tree or Dollar General and just get those <clears throat> plastic like um, Tupperware. And then I'll just put like, you know, baby toothbrush, toothpaste, face wipe, and then like snacks like, you know, I used to get trail mix and they're like, it's breaking our teeth off. I'm like, okay, my bad. <laughs> so then you get soft things like they love peanut butter crackers and gummies. So just get the gummies that actually have like some fruit in it and V8 drinks. Get V8, like the fruit V8 juices and the the protein chocolate things that you can keep in out in the open. Those things, all kinds of things. Gatorade, socks. Just make, you know we would do all the or I would do all these things and then like in Rotary when I started being the president of the Rotaract team which is just the young professionals of the Rotary um we would do that together and then we'd go out together because like, I'm like I walk around I just like to go on walks that's how I just it's how I live folks and um 
So I'd find little parks on my drives and I would go get my, after work I'd go get my dogs and then I'd just go and visit that park. Well, a lot of the times these parks would be like filthy and so I'd end up cleaning up and I'd be like, man, it'd freaking be helpful if I had more people. And so then I just was like, this is what we're doing. And everyone really loved it. And so it worked out. And so we'd end up taking like 10, 15 people out to these parks or just like these big areas, even downtown where like, um, a bunch of homeless actually set up and <clears throat> I just told them, you know, um, cause I've done it by myself. So I kind of know their temperament. And so I just was like, if you just don't act like you're being like the most charitable person on the planet and, you're, and like you are, you know, mother Teresa, just go over and be like, Hey, do you have any trash I can pick up? And then they'll be like, yeah, definitely. They don't want to put it away. That's why it's sitting on the ground. But you don't want to just start grabbing it. So you're like, I'm picking up your trash. You know, you're like, hey, would you like me to pick up this trash? Of course they do. So you just pick it up. But don't just, you know, it just matters how you do it is the point. And so, and then after you pick up the trash, you can be like, hey, you want a snack? And then in the backpack, you know, pull out a, pull out a snack pack and throw it at them or whatever. You don't have to throw it. But some people, I mean, really want to catch it or they're far away. So, um, yeah. So, um I just, I know that not everybody's there because they, they want to be, there are people that are there because they want to be a hundred percent. Um, and honestly, like ratio wise, like 50, 50 in my opinion are out there because they want to be and 50 are because they, they just like literally have had bad luck, bad life, bad circumstances and like never taught how to turn that around or have, create good habits on their own you know so um just knowing that not everybody really does know like how to navigate through what you think is normal it's just not that way what if their mom or dad weren't around or there were drunks or druggies or never taught them because their parents never taught them and their parents were not around and their parents like that really does happen it's not everybody gets their generational curses broken guys so it's just <clears throat> that's when like smiling and throwing those things at them or handing them out you know handing food over to people and I mean I will still give money sometimes I actually worked with this guy named Travis for a while um, he was always at the post office um, for years, um, probably two. And the last year that he was there, I started working with him and got him his social security card back. I got him a new license, like a ID. He can't drive. And, um, got him connected with a group that was getting, get it, got him a bank account set up at Bank of Oklahoma. And then, um, got him, work clothes and got, and he got a job at CC's and what else did we do? Oh, I got him a cell phone. I forgot. That was one of the first things we did. That's how he ended up getting a hold of social security and stuff like that too. I brought my laptop up there and just used my phone as a hotspot and I just made him stand outside of my car. You know, it's not like I was like, okay, come get in. It was like, all right, just stay right there. Okay. And, uh, just asked his information through the window and, you know, that was after me talking to him for a year, you know, every morning, good morning, good morning. Hey, Travis, you know, and like, he's always nice. You know, I'd bring him coffees and stuff randomly and, you know, snacks every time he was actually the one that told me that it was hurting his teeth. And I was like, oh yeah, that probably makes sense. That's why some people throw them at me 
They just <laughs> they think I'm trying to prank them, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> Screw you, you teeth-breaking woman. Oh, it's so funny. <laughs> but, uh, oh my God. So, you won't believe some of the things that people have done. I, uh, I'm going to stay on track with Travis. But I've had spaghetti slapped out of my hand. I've had one guy who act like he was a T-Rex. And then the next time he saw me, he act like I was his girlfriend because he had friends around. I was like, really? He goes, yeah, how's my kid? I'm like, I'm going to slap the shit out of you. Anyways, Travis. Um, <laughs> how's my kid? I forgot about that. And, uh, ew. So, got Travis a phone. Then someone stole it from him one time. He said she asked for it. I'm like, don't let people borrow your phone. And then she ran off with it. So I bought him a new one. <laughs> it's the disposable phones. It's really not that expensive. You go and buy like a $20 phone and get him like $20 worth of minutes. And that lasted him like a month or uh, a month and a half. And then I'd usually see him and he would be like, once he got a job, he started giving me cash for it. I didn't, you know, I didn't end up taking it but he literally would try to give me cash every time see it's just like the way that you treat people and it's the way like if they're ready you'll know if someone's ready then they're ready you know like he made an effort to come and see me like after I told him I'd help him then he started literally like being wide awake not laying on the ground outside you know taking a snooze nap until noon he was literally like standing up waiting on me at 10 you know 10 or 9 30 whenever I shut 9 30 you know, he was ready just in case I was there. And he's like, oh, hey, good morning. And I'm like, hey, Travis, one minute. Just I'll be right back, you know. And I just make, make sure that he knew I had boundaries and the whole way through. And so always. And so we got, you know, it's just like it's been the best time. So anyway, um, he went and got a job and was getting set up with a place to stay. The day center can help homeless people in Tulsa if you're in Tulsa. I'm sure that if you're in your city, if you Google, um, there's like a Salvation Army and there's something that can help direct you to people that you may have to make some phone calls for them or whatever. It just depends on if you feel that it's a safe move for you. And um, if not, just, you know, truly just pass them on and to Salvation Army. And if they don't want to get help there, then that's on them then, you know, and you did your part by sewing that um love or just peace or you know smile into them anyway so didn't know we we're gonna talk about that um no sure no sure didn't can you believe we're in Taurus season how was your new moon how was that transition for everybody was it crazy was it good I felt like it was crazy and then the transition like you know in this weekend I felt more myself I keep saying this but I'm telling you it's real like, I feel more myself than I ever have been. I was so comfortable in my own skin. I felt like I, um, like there was no, like, trimming myself back or curbing myself or changing my vocab or posture or outfit, you know, for other people type of way. You know, it's like I feel like I've shed that once and for all. You know, and I walked like that. I like, I felt it, you know, and my fam my, my family, they, Laisha, one of my friends, she's like, girl, she's like, you know, you got, you got to walk. I'm like, what? 
you got like a walk to. She's like, you always have, but she's like, you know, I did, you, you should be really proud of yourself, you know? It's just like, thanks. That's a lot. She's like, you just, you can tell you're shining. Ah, oh, that's, you know, that's exactly what you want to hear when you put so much work into yourself and you sacrifice so many things to do so. Um, it's cool that it's true, like the, that it works. It works, guys. Like, it's real. It's like, it really is like gardening. It's super hard. But, I mean, fruit comes, and that's really good. So, I started spiritually gardening first, because I sure as hell don't have it down on that real stuff. I'm still fake planting it up in my house. I can't wait until my wifey is into plants or something. I'm, I'm praying that she's like, she wants to, she wants to be the one that's like, we have plant, can we plant all over the house? Well, of course, as long as you're the one taking care of them. <laughs> and they're not, like, attracting bugs. Absolutely. But I have always wanted to have, like, greenery all over my life. Green is probably, like, my ultimate favorite color, like, to, especially just to look at. Um, but, yeah, let me know. Uh, DM, that juice is good, three O's. Uh, let us know how your transition into this new moon is happening because it was, like, Everyone was involved. Mercury, Venus, everybody's coming through this season. And it's supposed to be quite relevatory. And I will tell you, it sure has been for me. Um, it's been really good. And helping me settle in and know exactly what I want. <laughs> no matter what, man. Undeterred. You can't, you can't mess around. But, um... What's what else? What else is coming up? Let me think. Let me think. The culture crap. Um, I don't think I've been paying any attention to any of that. I think I've been paying attention to astrology. I've been really trying to learn more about astrology, especially my own birth chart. Uh, my light worker lady counts. Uh, I don't know. I need to know what she wants me to call her. You know what I mean? She has. She's like the head of our collective. She started the collective. She's out. Um, in Atlanta and she basically like runs the meetings has like this curriculum she's put together over the past I think she said five or six years and um, it's just really cool she puts those soul assignments together so we've been going over all of what we've been going through sharing what our biggest challenges have been and what we're purposing to highlight during this new moon so y'all do that too and then let's talk about that next episode and see what you what you put down what you release what you asked to come in and then what you saw out of those things um other spiritual modalities that i'm really interested in like palm reading i don't i don't know why but like the lines in your hands and all of this and um super curious about that anyone do that Anyone listening um, know anything about it? I'd like to know. Uh, tarot, I told you last time I've been doing, I've been looking into that and like really learning about that. And um, Sarah Verba on YouTube, she's been my go-to on, on um, being in alignment with me. Uh, Verba, V-R-B-A. And... Um, I want to guess what country she's from, but it's probably so off, like, ge like geography. 
But it's way over there. It's like, you know, the Netherlands or something. I don't know. It's somewhere I'd like to go. So if you listen, holler. Let's let's do a podcast together. And uh, I want to come out and visit. <laughs> Wherever you are. And, uh, but yeah. So what, what's, what's new with you? What's, where are you at in your spiritual journey? Are you in, are you flat out away? Am I boring you to death? Where are you? <laughs> are you brand new? Do you think I'm being a witch? <laughs> what are you doing? Where are you? <clears throat> let me know. Let me know. Concerts. I really want to go see some live music. I'm going to go see, uh, Nathan and his new band in Texas soon. Y'all have any trips planned? Holla at me. I'm going to find you a song and I'm going to peace out. Girl Scout. Great talking to you. Hope you enjoyed it. I'll be seeing you next time around. No, we really should think about seeing each other though. Think about the video thing we're back to. Have a good week.